Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. I was supposed to be on vacation, and you know, it, it, it's kind of difficult because <laughs> they call people like me a workaholic. Um, I would say that I'm one of those people that just has this overachieving commitment to my audience. Would you say not? There you go. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce some of my guests here. I, uh, I came into the studio on this Thursday, and what I decided to do was to kind of get into the fray. Now, I know you guys talked about um, a subject. Um, you guys had subject matter already p planned today. But I was reading this article in regards to uh, North Carolina, and being that we have Brian Parker on our panel today, I uh, wanted to just go with that. So I'm going to introduce our panelists. First of all, we have James Smith. James Smith is from Long Island. He is a person who has all of the trappings of what should be a liberal, but he leans <laughs> much more right. As a matter of fact, he's a Republican. I woke up. <laughs> Oh, man. You said you woke up. Okay. Sleep. And oh, then, boy. you know, next to James Smith, I have Mr. Brian Parker. Now, Brian Parker is proudly from North Carolina. That's right. He's happy to tell us he went to the University mm -hmm. of North Carolina. He is also a political science major. Yes. Nice. Yes. Tar Heel Nation, stand up. Okay. <laughs> you know, being from the Northeast myself, I have such a challenging time with the South, but we will talk about that later. <laughs> okay. And I was then, wondering about that point of pride. And then I move on to Mr. Evan Engel. He is from Rochester, New York, and has moved to Brooklyn. He describes himself as a leftist, not a Democrat, not a liberal, not Green Party, but a leftist. What, what does that mean, Evan? I mean, if, I hope it means that, you know, I believe in human rights, I believe in human decency, and I, and I want to see those things implemented. I wish I could say that Democrats have always been doing that, uh, but mm. they haven't. Sometimes they do a better job than Republicans. Uh, Republicans have never done a good job of it. And, and some Democrats are getting into it now, but, uh, but you know, if, I want the Democrats to come to me. Mm. What I understand is that you went to school in Ithaca, yep. and you majored in film, yep. and you're also a journalist. How did you become a journalist? Uh, you know, I went to film school, I was 18 years old, uh, and I think every 18-year-old in film school wants to make big Hollywood movies, oh, yeah. uh, but I got there during the Bush administration. I got there during the Iraq War, mm. uh, and that was a real radicalizing time. It changed the way I saw my country, and uh, and all of a sudden, I wanted to do documentary. And it was also a time, you know, that was a, kind of a blossoming of documentary back then. You saw YouTube mm -hmm. started then. Michael Moore, uh, was Fahrenheit 9-11, I think, became the biggest, most yeah. successful documentary. And then the next year, March of the Penguins became the most successful documentary. <laughs> it was like a golden age of documentary right then. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, and next to you, I have Miss Cynthia Francillon. Yeah. Now, Cynthia, I understand that you went to Brooklyn College uh, here yes, in Brooklyn. You majored in, you have your master's in film and TV. Yeah, specifically screenwriting. Okay, so. Mm -hmm. and A BA in journalism. And from what I understand right now, you are putting together, you're, you're directing a podcast. It's kind of a cross yes. between an audio book and a podcast. Tell me yes. about that project. Uh, yes, it's a, a project for the podcast company called Meet Cute, where they create uh, romantic comedy short 
story audio books of some sort. Uh, it, it's it's such an interesting. It's like a cross between an audio book and a short film, okay. but via audio. But it's called Aww. Meet Cute. Yes, called Meet Cute. Apparently, that is an actual genre of romantic comedies where you have these two people that meet each other for the first time and they hit it right off, and eventually, the end of the movie is a happy ever after. But the Meet Cute is that point when they meet for the first time, and it's very sounds cute. like tender. Okay, so that's you know that sounds yeah. <laughs> that sounds like rather <laughs> Japanese anime. Uh, okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you okay. have a point there. So I, uh, while I was <laughs> yes. considering my vacation, and I decided to turn it into a staycation because there were a couple of issues that popped up. I was reading a Vanity Fair from 2018. Mm. Now, one would assume that Vanity Fair is sort of this bastion of leftist Hollywood and all of this stuff. But one of uh, the subjects that Vanity Fair discussed was conservatism in the South. Those who are conservatives feel that they're being harassed on their campuses. Mm -hmm. Conservatives here in New York, people that lean right in New York, feel that if they wear a Make America Great Again hat, the masses are going to attack them. James, you're, you're, you're a guy that has a little bit of heft. Uh, do you Have you ever felt attacked or like someone was going to uh, malign you because of your point of views? I have a uh, MAGA hat. I have worn it in a couple of neighborhoods, and I actually videotaped the experience. What was very interesting is when I went up into the Bronx and walked oh, all throughout the Bronx oh with my hat on. Nope, that's exactly oh, what everybody thought. I got more people walking up to me saying, thank you, I agree with Trump, I like Trump. I have several photographs of strangers coming up to me with their children and going, I 100% agree with Donald Trump. This is all over the Bronx. When I went to Manhattan, I, I, I think I think as they say in Atlanta, I I need receipts. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the fo all the photographs, all the receipts, and all the photographs are on my Facebook page. I actually made quite a point of it, where I actually ran into people actually making snide comments and actually got two confrontations. Is when I went closer to like let's say the Upper East Side or the Upper West Side. You're kidding. I once went on the Upper West Side and everybody was just like, reversed. "How dare you? It's disgusting. It's horrible. That guy. Oh, he he." obviously doesn't know about his own oppression. I particularly love it when white people say that. Okay. <laughs> and then I went on the Upper East Side, same exact thing. Mm. Mm. But oddly enough, in um, Bronx, everybody was shaking my hand and being happy, and they were all women of color toying around their kids and people of color. Interesting. That yeah. is very interesting. That's the reality, not the plastic, cardboard, cutout fantasy that's being foisted upon us by the left. Now, check mm. this out. When do Confederates get their due? That's today's subject matter. Mm. In North Carolina, as in other states, uh, monuments that allude or give homage to enslavement and racist ideologies are being torn down, um, uh, whether it's uh, school names, whether it's team names or towns. I believe there was protests about yeah. the Redskins, mm -hmm. um, whether it's by vote or by mob rule. So in, in regards to that type of thing, um, it, 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 I, I'm going to ask a bizarre question because this is February. Mm -hmm. If blacks get a history month, in February. Shortest month of the year. Exactly. And yeah. women get a history month in March. Um, who should be next? Should we not give a history month to LGBTQA and, and, and gays and <laughs> Jews? I mean, to, uh, uh, why don't we? It, it, it people have been, have been trying to say that we should have the, the, the Black History Month should be moved to uh, June because, because of June Juneteenth. Yeah. 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 And I actually agree. Yeah. But it's, I am not, I am not Black American. I am 
Afro-Caribbean. I am of Haitian descent. Yes, you're, so, ha- you're Haitian-American. Yes, I'm Haitian-American. So you do I, realize I, nobody cares. No, I say that only because... <laughs> and then, that, no, no, but he may actually have a point because right. some people don't care. People tell you, right. yeah, some people don't care, and I get that. But I also, I'm, I'm learning that there's so much that I still have left to learn about black American history. So you go to that Confederate statue and when they're ready to hit you with the baseball bat, you go, whoa, 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 I'm not African-American, I'm not Afro-Caribbean. They go, oh, Oh, no, but no, I'm for the African-Americans though, so y'all come swing, I'll swing right back. We're very happy for that. So let's ask ask the question. Yes. You're Haitian-American. Yes. My Mm -hmm. brother's biracial. My other brother's African-American from the South. Do any of you all celebrate Black History Month? I do. Yes. You do? Yes, because I, I, I identify as Afro-Caribbean because I was raised in a Haitian household, but I was also raised in a black American. I was raised amongst black Americans. So there's so much of their amongst culture. Amongst the natives. <laughs> there's so much of their culture and my own culture that is very much infused in my upbringing. So I, there is so much about black American history that you, I enjoy. Did you lo- learn that being um, being here in the States or do they celebrate it in Haiti as well? No, they don't celebrate it in Haiti. No. I, was, I was born and raised here. You were born and raised I was born here. and raised here, yes. Okay. So that it's a part of my upbringing, Does you know, in school. Does anyone else in your family um, partake in mm-hmm. uh, so Just me and my sisters. Okay. My my parents don't, it's not, it's, it's just, just not. It's just February. Yeah, it's just February. Yeah. Just like when they celebrate Independence Day, Haitian Independence Day, which mm-hmm. is the same day as New Year's. Right. For them, New Year's is, you know, not just the New Year, it's Haitian Independence. You know, we have our soup that That's we That's tied eat. to it, yeah. Yeah, like, there's our the Now, Evan, I'm leaving you out of the conversation. Yeah, what you, up, man? You are not of direct African descent, <laughs> no. but what, what... How do you what know? Does, what does... <laughs> this is true. I, I didn't do his DNA. Mm. But what does Black History Month mean to you? And do you feel that marginalized groups deserve acknowledgement throughout the year. I think yes. I mean, I would love us to get to a point where where we don't even we have Black History Month because black voices and black history has been specifically erased from the telling of American history for a long time. Correct. Right? That's why we have Black History Month and mm-hmm. and that's still right. the case and so we still need it and still should have it. Mm-hmm. And of course we should have Women's History Month and and yeah, we if we're going to have that, sure, extend it. We don't have to to someday we'll get Someday, hopefully, we'll live in a society where the, these but what about Muslims? are not erased. But what about Muslims? What about Asians? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, ab- what about transgender communities? Uh, fine. Uh, you could argue, sure, numbers-wise, that transgender what people are not. What about the people not. that live in a trailer park? Why Why can't they have some type of... Hawaii trash uh, I don't know. That well, why did, <laughs> but, 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 but they don't necessarily I, need to be I white. I don't think we've specifically oh. right. erased the history of like trailer of people <laughs> who live in trailer parks. If you want to argue that, that we could have a working-class history month, I would be really in favor of that. I yes. mean, Eminem is from a trailer park, but I wouldn't exactly call him white. No. <laughs> I mean, at least Eight not mile, in his right? head. Yeah. But yeah. We, have to, we have to take note on why these, these history months are a thing. You know, right. it's not just to yeah. give it all to everybody it's just that black americans built this country yep mm-hmm. and they were not acknowledged and and given their fair due truly and when to we be able and when to, we went to school there was no mention exactly but, it was, or it was yeah. but according over. to those same thing for women but according to those in the south mm-hmm. yeah. confederate history is a significant part of the history of the united states james being a person of color with this whole thing with Columbus Day and let's change the name to Indigenous Day mm-hmm. and what what when we you were talking he- about Confederate statues we, we were we were <laughs> and but I'm asking you as a person you know we 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 are saying let's listen to marginalized groups mm-hmm. but everything that relates to Southern history and to um, and in some ways white history. Some some Americans want to erase it entirely. Why should we talk about Jefferson if Jefferson had a plantation? I have a very What's good question. Cur- Do you identify as a black man? Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. 
but you are biracial. You know when you swipe on my love. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't look below the waist. Yeah, no, 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 no. I gotta go. I'm not gonna do, <laughs> not gonna do that old joke. I'm like Asian. I'm Asian from the neck up. Oh boy. <laughs> there okay. You go. That's why that's why I make so much money. <laughs> oh gosh. Lord have mercy. There you go. But but, yes. to, but to answer your the question, listeners, that was one person's viewpoint and not the viewpoint of the entire program. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, come on, guys. Okay. On. We all know so what James, you said. So, in so, so James, <laughs> right? Exactly. So you were saying, I'm, I mean, you're a Republican, and rep- a, a lot of Republicans align with conservatives who support this Southern. Uh, this Southern Caucasian ideology of well, why can let we why who, can we not have be, a Confederate let flag? them let them be who they want to be, and let the rest of the people vote the way they want. I don't believe in any of this. If somebody wants to fly a Nazi flag, someone wants to fly a Confederate flag. That's the reason why we fought and died for the rights in this country. You're free to be a mm. great person, and you're free to be an asshole. Uh, see, you're here's, free a, to be, no. here's the and, thing no. with that, and I well, people I, say that you know I you know free country, free point. speech. I'm sorry, like people say the free, free like you know free country, free speech. But that doesn't mean that there is speech that is detrimental, especially when you do it by numbers. Well, let's take a look at the when we get to some sort of like nether region, which is like not really tangible. Dude, what is what, a nether region? What is yeah. Yeah. okay? What do I mean by what do I what do I mean what do I need what do I mean by nether region is the fact that when you say something like okay, this speech might hurt my feelings. That, that's subjective. not her feelings. No, so no, no we're, not, we're talking about like actually using your speech to. To like, incite violence? Yeah. That's against, it's, that's or, against or that's, We actually have laws against it. It's but, called incendiary. But you're, right. clouding, you're clouding the point here. You're clouding and, the there, and, and then you do include is, microaggressions. Well, and microaggressions on, are systemic. Hold on, Cynthia. Let me, let me, let me hear from you, Evan. It's, yeah. it's, one thing, it's one thing to say, can sure. people put a Confederate flag on their car? Yeah, sure, you're right. That, Dukes they do, of they do, they do, they do, Well, Shit show, Daisy Dukes. Generally? But that's free speech. Come on, get your Daisy Dukes But should we fly Confederate flags from the state house? Should we have Confederate flags or Confederate monuments in public space? One. One is letting an individual have their speech, and another is making this a, a point of celebration mm-hmm. for our community. And the Confederacy doesn't speak to a lot of people's communities. So why I do we why do we think that uh, conservatives and right wingers are supporting causes that the left deems racist? Why do we think that is just to piss off the libs? <laughs> A lot I, think of that, yes. I think a lot he, of it's there. Plus, right. it's, plus I think there's that. a lot of people that really want the glory of the um, grand old South. And they want to have this unique expression of their unique culture as they see it. And if we're going to say that it's, a, it's okay to have like black separatist movements or other groups that actually willfully separate themselves from the collective okay. here that is America, then why not so let these people express themselves the so we know who, now, James, so James, know who they are. Now, James, have you been to the South? I avoid the South like the Why problem. do you avoid this? <laughs> you are Republican. And, and, and the Republican it, doesn't yeah, mean why do Southern. You, why do you avoid the South? It's beautiful. I well, it you is. know, I'm glad you have that great opinion of it. I definitely have my stereotypical experience of working in the South, and I okay. actually had to do a music video when I worked in Atlanta. Wait a minute, and I a remember, Republican that does a music video. They, they exist I, in Atlanta. In they Atlanta, exist. if I told you the two Oscar-winning people that I actually work with who are hardcore Republicans, because the thing is, because of the fearful nature you guys put out there, as if we were conservative Confederates to be running around to be shot and killed at will, because we can't express ourselves, mm-hmm. and none of them actually express themselves because they get browbeat into this. I don't go to the South because I personally just don't like. What don't you the, like? The and, wh- and what part of the South don't you go to? Because there are there really, many parts. Do you really, you really want me to answer and, and, this question? And, and, and I okay. notice that Brian is very, <laughs> yes. very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, well, I mean, because it, it gets a bad name. There's there's certain, a, there's there a, are yeah. certain parts of the South that I won't even go to. Right. Even in North Carolina. Right, 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 right. But there are, there are clusters of places in North Carolina 
that are changing, but unfortunately, there are still so many places because people are born there, the they live there, people. they never move away, right, yeah. so they're so, always listening to that same old rhetoric. history and yeah. rhetoric. So, rhetoric. Let's let's talk about rhetoric because some of the rhetoric that I hear right now from the left is misogynist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. racist, mm-hmm. sexist, mm-hmm. bigoted. Mm-hmm. Now. If someone is misogynist, racist, sexist, or bigoted, should they be harassed? These, own, these, you're free to be an asshole I don't in think America. You should, I don't necessarily think asshole. it's harassed, but somebody, I mean, if somebody calls you out for what you are, that's what you are. I've always thought this. Like, instead of calling somebody racist, sexist, bigoted, all that, just call them an asshole. And once everybody starts calling them an asshole, then they're never yeah, going to actually but, engage yeah, in that but, behavior but, again. But, but, you're but, not going to say that you're not really a racist. No, you're being an asshole. You're really sexist. No, you're being an asshole. But, but once they hear that enough, no, but, that, dilutes but, but it. Yeah, that dilutes no, it. It dilutes it because it at the end of the day, racism, misogyny, all these things, they Why? are a part what, of they are part of institutions yeah. that are a lot bigger than what we assume. That yeah. the institutionalized racism argument that it isn't down to individuals because there's oppression that comes with that. Like at the end of the day. To be a racist means mm-hmm. that there are, that there are practices that you exercise. Correct, correct. And, there and, are practices and, and, and that you and, exercise and, and, towards the people. What, I understand what racism okay. is—that it's it actually practices. And yeah. What I'm saying is, is not someone free to be that way? They're free to be that way, but I'm also but free to call you to, to the, the mat. You okay. you uh, ask so, the, so let's say I'm an Islamic person, a yeah. Muslim, and I live in um. I live in Atlantic on Atlantic Avenue, okay. and I sincerely believe that people from Africa are genetically inferior to me, as stated in the Quran. So I actually will never hold it, ever hold, hire hold, them. Hold on, hold on. Did you say that in the Quran there are statements that disparage people of African descent of the darker persuasion? Yes, it's actually one of the reasons why they. What what verse, my brother? Anti-blackness is universal. Oh. You're saying you're familiar with it? No, I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not surprised. Oh, anti- yes, you're saying anti- yeah, you anti-blackness for, is universal. Uh, for, me to, for me to validate the statement by actually quoting the exact chapter and verse, I'm not going to be able to do that for you mm-hmm. for right now. Paraphrasing. What I, will, what I will do for you right now yes. is the reason why we have an active slave market right now in Libya. Right now, Google Libya slave market. It is justified by lighter-skinned Arabs that say that they were given or bequeathed to them the property that are the humans on the African continent. This is why if you take your research and you look at where slavery came from, it came from the Middle East and Arabs who thought they exactly had the right to barter and sell these people because they were viewed and written as them as less than than and regarded as cattle. Now, here's my problem Mm. as host of the show. No, but now I am now a Muslim citizen in America, and that's my religious Belief. We know that we know that Ibeck isn't here right now. And if he were here, being that he's uh, an Asian American from what used to be the USSR, identifying he's from as Kazakhstan. A that's the that's the stance. They're famous for Muslims and the Islam they have there. And he can actually talk about it. But I, how do we, as a country, criticize mm-hmm. Muslims? How do we criticize Saudi Arabia? How do we criticize? Um, I'm trying to think of a country in Africa that's known to just. Uh, I believe it's Sudan is Sudan. one of the countries mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. human yeah. rights are just compromised. Right. How do we, as a country, criticize when? At our schools, mm-hmm. we cannot walk freely. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a conservative, the only question What are I you have, talking about? Okay, I'm asking a question in regards to 
racism and and different types of bigoted statements and human right compromises that human rights compromises that happen internationally. Mm-hmm. Now I'm coming back to the United States. I'm the, an American Muslim. I don't believe women should have the right Muslim. to drive. I don't think a, a black Wait, person in, should live in my same building. And those are my Islamically closely held beliefs. Where do we draw the line? Is my freedom of religion going to be compromised I, I think, here? I, or do we have to actually no, get I think civil we rights? draw the line with the oppression of it all. Because I don't. I, I feel you're oppressing me by making me live with people I don't want to live with. Evan, I think you're oppressing me that I can't raise my daughter Evan, the way that I want to raise her. No, no. Too, too bad. That's that's the calculation of America. And I don't think it's fair to say that these are Islamic beliefs, right? There, I I've li- I've had plenty of Islamic neighbors who I've been to four Islamic countries. Like yeah, and yeah, I've been I, to four I Islamic countries. Hold, I've done jobs. But, in them. But, wait a minute, wait a minute. But if you but if you've not if you're Muslim and you haven't traveled, does that make you less of a Muslim? Right. I'm not talking. I'm not yeah. trying to lay claim to Islam. I'm saying I've been to Muslim countries, okay. and there's one alarming thing that they all have in common. Okay. Now, every single Western country I've gone to, there's a Chinatown. There's a t- there's a unique community mm. that's allowed to express itself. Doesn't exist in Turkey. Doesn't exist in Morocco. Okay. Does not exist in Lebanon. And when I ask them why, because I'm of half Asian extraction, why is there no Chinatown here? I could go to Prague and there's an effing Chinatown there. I can go to Hungary and there's a Chinatown there. But so. when I go to Turkey, you know what they said? Con- uh, all four countries, all four different countries, Turkey, Lebanon, they said, we won't let them. Brian, let me jump to you for a that's second. Not right. Being that yes. you're from the South. But that's who they, they um, want to be. My brother, let me, let me ask you a personal question. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what age bracket are you in? Um, 45. Okay. I am a little bit older. I am 53. And I love how people in the United States will often say, oh, my God, you're from Boston. Mm-hmm. They're so racist there. Mm-hmm. But they're coming from <laughs> Alabama. Right. They're coming from Mississippi. Yes. They're coming from um, bombing, I mean, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Birmingham. There you go. And, um, you know, I just want when, to, when I'm listening to James speak, mm-hmm. he has a point that other countries don't allow this. But in the United States, when we have a Chinatown, mm-hmm. when we have a little Senegal, is this not a form of segregation? Yes, yeah, totally. It is. So, are we supporting segregation? So here's well, it's, mm, we it's very interesting. I'm I'm it, asking this because maybe on these college campuses, we would like to think that conservatives are able to integrate with those that are more liberal. Right. But these conservatives are saying, I'm being spat at. Right. I'm being harassed. Right. I'm being called bitch. Right. I'm being called faggot, whether Mm -hmm. or not I'm I'm a homosexual. Mm -hmm. And they're being told, you are not welcome here. Right. How is that any different than what the left-leaning people do? It's not. In a lot of ways, I I've think gotten other, and, I've gotten that abuse. Evan, do you do you do We've you feel? No, it. I I I don't I don't. So all right, I gotta start. Chinatown is Chinatown uh, segregation. I I, I, I think yeah. it probably has its roots in segregation. I don't sure. think they would let sure. me move in as, as an African American. Sure. Right. Hi, I need an apartment on Wu Street. No, sorry. You try to get in the Confucius Plaza downtown right. by the bridge. You're not getting into that. No, building. at all. That ain't happening. You're saying, right. oh, you're buy, saying the other way. You're, you're saying there. people can't move into Chinatown now. Well, have you ever tried to move into a Chinese? Uh, no, Look, but we have, that all, over, we have that all over friends? New York City. Yeah. They're on on the edge between the Manhattan Bridge and the Williamsburg Bridge. There are four projects that are one hundred percent Hasidic Jewish. Try to get into those buildings. Now, right. how does that Try happen? to get into those buildings. But see, wait, yeah. did It'll you say? Did but, you say Jewish? Hasidic you, Jewish. You you Hasidic. may offend somebody. They may think you're anti-Semitic because Please, you called something ago, out. Long time ago, I knew this girl Jessica Goldberg, and she got an apartment for us over there. <laughs> and as soon as they discovered that I was, as soon as they discovered that I was going to be there as well, they were like, uh, "The excuses." And this is what 
this to bring it to like the type of hypocrisy that exists on the left. I'm sure they're all card carrying Hillary supporters and they're oh, all man. Democrats, but just don't have those darkies live near me. Now, what I would hypo what I'm going to say here right now, may he, shock he me, has they, a they have a right to that. They have a right to that if they want to live that way. But, they have but, the right, uh, they have uh, the freedom of association. Uh, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it, okay. but we have the right as American citizens. I want to talk to you about what you just said about Boston, because the thing about Boston, the difference between racism that's in the North and racism in the South, was solved by my greatest boss I ever had when I worked at a famous bank. He showed me a picture of Ted Kennedy's staff, all of them white, mm. except for two black female secretaries. Mm. Showed me Jesse Helms' staff. 90% black guys in positions of power and decision making. So please, the institutional well, racism that you're well, talking about exists squarely hold on. in context. Now in hold the on. Left, now hold these on. Left now boundaries. let's come back. Let's come back for a second. Now, yeah. obviously, I'm born in 1967. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's a year before the Martin Luther King riots. Right. I, but I do have to say, regardless of how great unemployment is, is the rate or how bad it is. Mm -hmm. I don't exactly know that I want a job working for anybody down the South that has a mostly black staff that's Caucasian. I just don't know right. if that's something I want. And you're and agreeing with me? Oh, oh my God, because Jesse Helms? That's not the standard. Him, Strom Thurmond, one of the biggest racists in the world. Monroe, North Carolina, Jesse Helms. Billboards, nigga, don't be caught here after dark. Oh, did you That's say the, the did you say the n-word somebody may be uh, offended and if anybody is offended you can always go on Facebook Instagram Twitter Vimeo and YouTube <laughs> and you can give us your opinion please do if you would like to be part of this show you can always and, go to cast crew 212 at Gmail and we would be more than happy to have you on the panel we're always looking for those that are independent and leaning right because left is so easy That's to get right. here in New York but and, you were saying I cut and, you and, off. and please be offended at the fact that I had to see that be offended at the fact that my parents had to see that, and their parents had to so see that. So how do you feel about conservatives? I think they just turned a blind eye to a lot of that stuff. Oh, that's in the past. Now, now, now James did not say last week. He said he is of African and Asian descent. Mm -hmm. He said he lived in Long Island, but mm -hmm. he's you know now here in the city. Mm -hmm. But you didn't mention, brother, that you were Muslim. I, I've I just never heard of a Muslim Republican. No, no, I've, never, I've never said I was Muslim. My mother was Muslim, but I'm not. I'm not particularly religious. Oh, but you grew up in a Muslim, Muslim household. I am intimately familiar with the culture, and I want to say that. Do you eat the bacon? Prism, no, the pr the prism of racism is deeper than this weird black-white schism that we always right. default Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Right. And if you want to take a look at somebody putting a poster up there, they're saying "nigger go home" or "nigger go away" and all this other stuff. I am less offended by that than I'm offended by the institutional racism Absolutely. that's put in places like Bloomberg or the Hillary campaign or all these other organizations. Uh, that actually make up these pathetic excuses not to give people a fair shake. Now, what is the best way to address that? Isn't to point a finger and say, oh, gee, that's really bad, because we're getting back to this mommy type of state but minute, thing. But, what, Trump, but, but Trump wanted people to stay in his places. No, 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 no. I, I, I think stay in his places. Well, wait, well, hold on, hold on. Trump is what does a, that even mean? Trump is a real estate mogul, but right. Trump is not known to uh, to rent or allow people of color to necessarily just yeah, well. the right. opposite. And, right. and, and and Evan, I'd like to ask you. You know, one would assume you you can call yourself a leftist. 
uh, Caucasian male from upstate New York, and they have great barbecue up there, dinosaur barbecue. Here's a shout out to you. <laughs> Thank you. Nothing I, like the South, right? I, I, expect I believe a, it. Nothing like the South. I, I expect a free. I, 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 I expect a free side of mac and cheese when I go to that damn barbecue place. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> hit. Do you do you ever do you ever partake in protests? Of course. Okay, what, what was the last protest you were in? Uh, I went to just, a ha- just in case the government is listening. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this was a this was a housing protest for a local New York City thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, what, uh, so describe your neighborhood now. My neighborhood now. I'm I'm over in Bushwick now. Okay. It's, uh, so it's, you live around the blacks. No, no, actually. That, I, I knew I, that a long time ago. I used to. Yeah, we we've Bush, been left. What do you mean? Bushwick is predominantly yeah. pushing Pro- them out. Predominantly yeah. Latin American. Yeah, uh, it actually yeah. is. A lot of Dominicans yeah. live around. Uh, That's the gradation. That's what the Democrats do. First, we get rid of the blacks. Then we get rid of the browns. Yep. Then we get rid of those annoying Asians because they might take my goddamn job. Yep. We're gonna make it nice and beautiful yes. and oh, gentrified. But Everett, you were saying when I when I'm in Bushwick now. When I first got to New York, I got to Crown Heights. This was 2006. So why would you be moving to these non-desirable neighborhoods? What made you Cheap move? Rent. I, I'm ch- I'm poor as hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap rent. Yeah. Right. Like, or uh, I was back then. Anyway, yeah, it was the, it was the cheapest rent in New York. I paid, God, I paid like 350 dollars a month for a room Holy that was oh, wow. six what? feet wide. What? Six feet wide. This room. It you was, were homesteading yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in the wild yeah. country. So what? So no window. No a window. person. A person of color might call you a gentrifier. Yeah. Have you ever marched in a Black Lives Matter protest? Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, after Eric Garner got killed. Why? Same. Because uh, yeah. it was outrageous. They, yeah. They. It. I mean, you you watched this man. Yeah. It was an outrageous, outrageous death. It was it was aggravating. It was it was everything that we don't want America to be happened in that moment. Okay. So if you saw a conservative on your block, yeah. someone with a Make America Great Again hat walking yeah. down the street, and they were being chastised, uh, demeaned, uh, maligned, attacked mm-hmm. verbally or physically, what would you do? Would so you defend me? There's there's a lot of context here, right? Ah, if it's if it's a guy, right away. if it's a guy who looks like me. Walking down the street, walking, walking. Let's say it's Crown Heights in 2006, yeah. predominantly black neighborhood. I yes. was there weren't a lot of white people in Crown Heights. If you come to Crown Heights in 2006 With wearing the nerve. wearing whatever the, the Trump equivalent hat back then would have been, uh, I I don't have much sympathy for you. If it's a if it's James walking through, so, there, so he deserved I, it. So you're saying the Trump hat is being used to antagonize I'm to, people to, to because, incite because some people it's some like people I'm, I'm inciting people I'm, by wearing my that, hat. I'm saying you, that yeah, but they know what they're doing. Well, but, but yeah. I, no, I, actually, I I'm wearing my hat to about you. My I didn't brother. talk about you. No, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about white people doing this. I'm talking about white people doing this. That 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 there is there is a historical power power imbalance here. And for so for white, I've, I saw it once that neighborhood started getting gentrified. Once mm-hmm. Crown Heights started getting gentrified. Well, when you moved in, it was getting gentrified. Yes, yes. So true. you say yes. once it started, yes. you saw it once it started. I, you I, moving in is part of as, that. As, it's true. You're right. Yes. You're right. As as that progressed, as as more and more people came, people who made more money than I did. Once that started happening, I started mm-hmm. seeing white people doing a lot of weird shit. There was a there Extra. was a there yeah. was a black Baptist church that had been in the now, neighborhood. Now, now some people down south might call you uh, a white hater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sure. Welcome to New York. Yeah. Well, welcome to New York. It's an in lover, yeah. yeah. No, they, welcome, welcome to New York. People can yeah. call I me. I did say nigger lover people. Yes, I did. People yeah. can call me whatever they want to call me. Yeah. Uh, but man, like, uh, people once. That's oh, so so once once more affluent white people start moving to the neighborhood. This Black Baptist Church that had been there since probably time immemorial. Now immoral. you notice I didn't mm-hmm. ask you your background. Oh, okay. No, but I'm interested in the story because I've seen this yeah, passive aggressive yeah. crazy shit yeah, that they do. Yeah, so I like so you, they yeah. put they put a big a big housing development, a big a big you know all glass, really really fancy thing. And I'm walking by there, and there's this white kid sitting in there, 
and he's got he's taking his speakers though the in the summers the black baptist church does stuff outside and it's wonderful mm-hmm. it's this, you know right. it's this, this wonderful music part of thing. the culture yes. yes yes and this this white kid who who had moved across the street into a building that had just gone up that year has taken his speakers and he's blasting the loudest worst techno music Ooh. out at the black now, why baptist church why did you church. notice he was white because when somebody when someone does something shitty like that, you take a look. So you take sick. a look and say, who, who's doing? Well, this? what's the incentive yeah. and from where it's coming right. from? It's so that yeah. sick cycle of gentrification that so happens in New York City. Poor neighborhoods where poor black people live yes. are actually yep. supplemented by poor white people who have more in common with the poor black it's natives. Start, yeah, and right. they, They're like homesteading. It's basically the um, white upper middle class that want to pretend to be urban and poor are the mm. ones that are actually being. You are setting I, up the groundwork for them, almost like the original homesteaders out in right, America. And right. This is, this is something that that. I I, that I feel, and you can't about. afford the neighborhood anymore. Because, because you no, can't afford it I, I don't anymore. Think, and that, that's how the system that. works. I don't think, you, I don't think yeah. you can fault people for, for, especially poor people, for living places where they can afford to live. I don't think, I don't think that's bad. But I am conscious of the fact that just walking around the street, there's probably some guy from a from a realtor or somebody who's right. sitting on the street and tallying every okay, time so yeah. I walk by. Evan, let me ask right. you an important question. Yeah. Since you live I've done in that what looking for property, no, hold on. What neighborhood are you living in? Now I'm in Bushwick. Now you're in Bushwick. Yeah. Name. Five businesses uh, owned by people of color that you've patronized in the last month. Name five. This Go. is this is a really good challenge. Uh, <laughs> I can probably get to like four, you know, but like, but I probably can't do five. Why? Why do you? But think why that does is? he have to? No, I'm because, asking a because, question because this Hold is on. a good question because it's, it's a question of but why? Do you, do you move? Wait, wait, because wait, do you yeah. move into? A, I didn't invent Bushwick. I didn't invent the community. Do, am I moving to Bushwick to, to partake in that community? Partake is a or am I moving to, to only advantage. to only go to the nice white coffee shop? That would be called that's colonization, a, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. a and that's a great but question. But that's exactly when what's I, happening. When I'm taking advantage of the affordability. And I, think, I think that's what they're trying to like. When I lived in Crown Heights, I did a much better job of it than I'm doing in Bushwick. But but to be fair, in Bushwick, I probably could. I to be fair, I don't eat a lot of meals in Bushwick at all. Right, I, I, I don't. I've been eating out. So, I would rather so, or, or at my house, or at my house. I've been so, eating a lot of meals so at Cynthia, my house. So, if Cynthia invited you over as a Haitian American, yeah. and if she said, "Hey, my mother is cooking poisson. She's cooking junjun. Yeah. Um, I'm making cremas, or um, uh, uh, I'm trying Glio. to be grill. Yeah, right? it. <laughs> would you, would you go to her house to try that? Of course. So you're no, saying, bring Indian food. so you're saying <laughs> that you're open to learning mm-hmm. about other cultures. Yeah, which is which the opposite of calling. But why is it beholden for? him to do that why does he have to live there well, I, well as, he's as a, why. as a white you as a, where you as, are. A, as a black guy I have moving the, into an I have all the white racial guy supporting the caucasian i love it here's yeah. why no, i'm not trying to support the here's but, why. But here's not, why i, I, I disagree with that here's why because <laughs> of the fact that you understand that your privilege allows mm-hmm. you that oh ability God, no 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 listen listen no listen just try it listen Mm-hmm. The privilege of having the financial means of moving into yeah. these neighborhoods that have just pushed out the people that own these businesses and that probably already had that already had their audience and now they're they're being left in order to keep them around in order to be a part of this neighborhood to really be part of the the say and the participation of its growth. You you invest. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like the equivalent. I saw this skit on um, Portlandia where this I one guy. Show. Wait, here, so do I. Really? We Fred have to Arm- go all the way to Seattle? Or no, Fred, Ar- <laughs> Fred Armiston wanted Oregon. to go to a rap concert. Mm-hmm. And then they snapped the sn- spotlight on and said, you, tell me the entire history of hip hop. And I thought to myself, Jesus, does he really have to do that to enjoy a rap concert? Because do, uh, because really a lot of have, well, because a really lot of people go, do you really have to go to a neighborhood because that you can a lot of people have infiltrated guilt? these areas and this they have exploited them. Infiltration, right. infiltration. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's like no, that's that's white guilt 3.0. 
didn't Why work at version 1.0. Let's don't need it. I would rather have somebody come to a business because they like the food and they want it, not because he feels freaking guilty. But James, let's ask a question. Let's ask a question. Instagram and say this and feel good. Let's ask a question. Let's go back to South Carolina for excuse me, North Carolina for a second. Biscuit, scritch, and gravy, baby. That's right. Let us say, and I'm going to pit two people against one another. I'm going to pit Brian Parker from North Carolina who went to UNC, and I'm going to pit Evan Engel who is from upstate New York and Rochester. We get along, man. So that's a good. <laughs> that's great. Now, I'm the guy to pick for this guy. I don't go down south for very specific reasons you haven't explored yet. Brian, <laughs> have you ever experienced a form of discrimination in regards to your religious beliefs, uh, the fact that you are male, or the fact of the color of your skin, or the way that you spoke? Have you experienced any discrimination? Oh, God. Driving while black. I mean, that, that was big down there. Okay, I mean, so that's big down there. Have you ever went into a business where you felt you weren't were not yes. being served? Yes. When was, when was the last time? What year? Uh, that was uh, a Cracker Barrel, and that was Why in, is it always Cracker yeah. Barrel? It's always Because the company makes great cheese. Yeah, right, right. The cheddar oh, is wicked good. Right. And the country fried steak but is great. they always great. talk about and like, the Cracker apples. Barrel or They got Denny's. the memo from it's, right. it's right there in the name, guys. I well, think even, the the inter- I think even an International Barrel. House of Pancakes was yes. like, told someone, Not you can't eat here. Your kids are jiggaboos. Or Golden Corral. Don't you yeah. Golden Corral, the- it's always those restaurants. Now, I'm going to mm-hmm. jump over to Evan, right? Evan, what is your background? I'm I'm white. I'm German, Jewish, okay. white. Okay. Yeah. Um I I sense and I and I and I'm and I want to ask about the Jewish part because in the in in the Caucasian hierarchy, you might be treated differently. And you know, my um, production manager says to me, "Marquis, you're always focused on on um, you know, racial and color." Uh, dynamic and mm. politic, but I'm like, why the fuck can't we talk about it? So I <laughs> want to ask you, have you ever, as a Caucasian, as a person who, uh, a descendant of Jews, have you ever felt that you went into a business of color, and have you ever felt that you were unwelcome or that you were uh, not meant to be there? <sighs> unwelcome is... Uh- a little bit, I guess. Don't try to gloss it over, I my guess friend. There's, 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 this yes or no. there's this thing that happens when you're a white person, you walk into a predominantly black space sometimes, where like sometimes there's like a record scratch when you walk into the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And okay. sometimes, and when that happens, you come in and you have the beer and you say thanks, and then you walk out. That's so it. Yeah. I want to ask each of you, we're, we're kind of down to about seven <laughs> or eight minutes, and I know you're going to run your mouths here. You're going to run your fucking mouths. Yep. But I want to know, at what point does... The First Amendment become discrimination. Cynthia, you take it first. Mm. Actually, can someone else take this? I actually want to sit on. Uh, hold on, hold bit. on, honey. You just exhaled. Like, yeah, just I waiting wanna... to exhale. <laughs> you just exhaled. Because I, I actually, I, I like to take a moment sometimes. You need a moment. What, yeah, I just want a little moment. Okay, I like to catch there. a person off guard, and that's why I, I had to verbally assault you with that question. <laughs> yeah, no, James, the take the, on, take though. this. What when? when you know, w- avoiding white guilt, avoiding black people that are so needy, wanting to march in the sh- streets and say, I'm not getting my rights, let me stop traffic. When does First <laughs> Amendment become discrimination? It never does. It's the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. It's one of the rules that we have to learn to live by. You can have a neighbor who's a straight-up jerk, who's an asshole. He has a right to be an asshole. That's the thing that we have to accept in America. I may not like what you say, but I will defend well, what you say to Well, we're all assholes because we all have an asshole, I would hope. 
Well, we could talk about that, but we could talk about how the First <laughs> Amendment shouldn't be policed to the point where you can actually preclude somebody from actually honestly expressing themselves. I would rather know who the Nazi is. I'd rather know who the but um, why? Confederate. But why? That's their First Amendment right. Because I can actually identify and avoid them and their businesses. What if and you can't avoid them? Well, then I have to learn how to live with them. Brian Parker. You they, went if they into, threaten my life, there's mm -hmm. a second You amendment. went into a Cracker Barrel. You went yes. into a Golden Corral. And they said... It is against our religion mm -hmm. to serve you because we believe in the supremacy of the Aryan race. Mm. That's a religion? Is that discrimination? Or Well, you know, the KKK considers themselves Christians. Right. Maybe it's Christian with a K. They, they, think, they're doing, they think K. they're doing it in Christian values. It's absolutely racist. I mean— it, whether whether but or what not, makes it but racist. it's always the black white dynamic. Why don't we talk about what happens to Indian well, Americans or well, Asian Americans? We can, we can, but to his question, Americans. well, unfortunately, they're the not on the panel today. But right. you, well, as but, an but Asian American your, as well, to to your question, but I'm just saying, do, so do they have the First Amendment right? You, you know, First Amendment. Go ahead, Brian. First Amendment is for you to be able to express yourself. It's not be. It's not for you to be able to sit there and uh, uh, put yourself higher than somebody else or disparage people from being able to just live their lives. You shouldn't be able to infringe on other people's lives just because you want to express yourself. You want to express yourself, fine. You want to sit there and do things, but you're still using federal tax dollars and things like that. You can't do that. Hey, Brian, I mean, let me ask you. Would you, want, would you rather know that if you went into the restaurant it was run by Aryans? Well, it's funny you ask that. You. Because in the South, people have no problem making sure that I would remember every day that I was a nigger. When I got to New York, people were a little bit more cold about well, it. Well, please don't say nigger. That's just so offensive. Yeah. But, 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 but it was funny. I mean, right. th to be called those names or coons or this and that okay, and the well, other the down, down, down in the South, they would have no problem whatsoever telling you that. Up here, you're right. It's a little bit more coded. So, yes. Evan, I appreciate I the fact. Evan, I don't, wanna, I Evan I don't want to be coded. I want, I want, I want to blame there. you, being <laughs> a Caucasian, for all of my disparities as an African-American. Have you ever gotten that where someone has just been like, you're no. white, fuck you? No, I've never gotten that because I don't think that's what people are actually doing. I think that's what some people try You've to try to. you never experienced that in Bushwick? No, I think people try to write off. Uh, black concerns and, and, and people of color and the conservative people of color and say, oh, you're just blaming all white people, but I am a right. white person and no one has ever treated me or, or blamed me for all, right. all the things that are wrong. You, you blame you the say, ones that deserve it. Would you say your life has been a life of privilege? Sure. Yes. Why? Relative. That privilege. sounds so liberal. Privilege though. is relative. Oh, wait, and you're a liberal. You're I, a leftist. I'm, I'm a leftist, but I'd also have to just, I don't have to be a leftist to recognize that I've got it better than a lot of people. Like, right. Like, I'd have to be a moron not to recognize Cynthia, that. Cynthia, yes, we are going to go to a college mm -hmm. strictly for men because men need to learn in the environment of men. Absolutely. And women That's fine. should go to More a house. women's college. Columbia should be for men and Barnard should be for women. Wellesley should be for women and Harvard should be for men. Any problem with that? Yes, because then the implication is that higher educations, like higher educations are meant for men because the implication is that men are smarter so then my well, you know at harvard so they would let women go there because we need sandwiches I'll, made I'll, I'll give i'll give oh lord Whoa. i'll give everybody <laughs> sir i will give Good everybody pie. i will give everybody one word the word conservative what does it mean to you evan go oh god okay uh. he's gonna he needs to talk to the lord brian go isolated isolated james one word go liberated liberated Ooh. Mm. 
go. Cynthia. Mm. Okay, pause, Cynthia. Evan, <laughs> go. Wait a minute. You're Jewish. You're not talking to the Lord. You're talking to Moses, brother. Go. I'm only <laughs> I'm only Lord. half Jewish, which actually, if you <laughs> want to talk about the hierarchy of white Jewishness, that puts you real low in that one. Uh, oh. uh, Lord have mercy. So now I got to talk to now I got to talk to Jesus and Moses. Uh, our, our, Muhammad, please come in. I need you. I can tell you my one word, but I got to preface it because I because James is going to jump down my throat on this. But here's the thing. You well, look he at, ain't getting no more talk time. Okay. <laughs> you look at you look at what it what. Uh, you look at Trump and, and winning on immigration. Trump campaigned on immigration. He won on immigration. Wait a minute. You're supposed to give me one word, dude. I know. Uh, fine, man. But then the word is racist. The word is racist. Damn. Yep. That's it. Took mine is oppressive. It it's oppressive. Wow. Everybody, it's liberty thank, it's I want to thank all of my panelists for being here on Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We are coming to you from downtown Brooklyn. As you all know, you can join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, or YouTube. We are on seven platforms, which are Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. We're also on Stitcher, Radio Public. I am trying to add Patreon. We are listener supported. And so if you like what you are hearing, please subscribe to us on Patreon and give to the cause as well as Twitcher. You guys, you don't just have to play games on Twitcher. You can also listen to our podcast. We thank you for tuning in. Tomorrow's subject we haven't quite decided yet because it's free for all Fridays. But I'm going to thank you for tuning in and we look forward to having you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.